0: You just tuned into the hippest way to start and grow your indie author career, learn the ins, the outs, and all the all-arounds of self-publishing with the team from D2D and their industry-influencing guests. You're listening to Self-Publishing Insiders with draft to digital Oh, boy. Well, hello, everybody. See, this is the danger of uh, enjoying what you do and enjoying the people that you encounter and work with because... We were so busy having a good time that I didn't notice it was time to go live. So I think we're, I think we're on time though. I think we made it. So uh, welcome everybody to another episode of Self Publishing Insiders with Drafted Digital, and we got a. This is a special episode. This is a super special episode. Uh, first up, we have our wonderful guest. TJ McKay, who is uh, what so I have you down as founder and publisher of In Detail magazine. Is that right?
1: That is right. I
0: got it right. Okay. The first try as if I were reading it directly from your your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> uh, we also have uh, for the first time on the show, Jim Azevedo, who is our he's heading our communications, uh, corporate communications, which is a fancy way of saying PR. Uh, so he's uh, he joined the team recently. We're going to do a future episode with uh, with Jim and another new addition to the team, Lexi, uh, who is uh, running our social media. Uh, you've, you've met Alexis before, uh, so we're going to do all that later. But for now, for now, we're going to talk with our new good friend, TJ McKay. Welcome to the show, TJ.
1: I am so excited to be here. Thank you yeah. for letting me visit with you.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, you mentioned, by the way, that you were good at interviewing, so... I'm but good. not
1: interviewee. I'm, 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 I love to interview. I'm really nervous being an interviewee.
0: Why is that? I mean, <laughs> what's the, what's the real difference? You're among You're friends just, here. Yeah.
1: I I know. You know what? I I thought about it. It's because I don't like all the attention on me. Oh. I like to talk to you. I like to learn about you, but I'm uncomfortable Too with bad. everybody. Too bad. Having the attention. On me. It's a two way
0: street, TJ. Uh, <laughs> So you, um, so you founded In Detail Magazine. What is In Detail Magazine?
1: In Detail Magazine is a magazine that was created for the indie and hybrid and small published authors and readers. Okay. Um, we created it at a time when there really wasn't anything at all for yeah. them, but everything was booming, and so that's what what I created. It grew. Into a worldwide wonderful magazine that helps readers and authors that like Indian small published books.
2: Very it's cool. been ten years. Congratulations! I oh. mean, it's, yeah. it's, you just celebrated your
0: tenth anniversary. Tenth
1: anniversary. Yes, oh, the June nice. issue of the magazine was a big celebration of, of ten years.
0: So this is uh, Draft Digital's tenth year too. So, oh,
1: you know what? I think I talked to Chris about that. We were visiting yeah. him about that. There, That's there, right. There, you guys, you
0: ran a uh, a story mm-hmm. that featured Chris and Mark Coker. Yeah, about and the merger, merger, and we interviewed yeah. them
1: both, and they visited about it. And yeah, we were we're joking about. Dr. Yeah. Digital so now, and Andy that Spence always and... makes me
0: curious. Like, how do you, how do you pursue? Because I, you know, we saw the article, we saw the interview, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but how? What's your take on this merger? To turn the tables and make it about us. See, this way you can.
1: There you go. Yeah. yeah I can, <laughs> we can talk about, we can talk about you instead I'm trying of
0: trying to make you comfortable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is why. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was initially, I was worried because I absolutely endorse Smashwords. Mark and Jim have been with me. In fact, Mark was kind enough. He, Smashwords was kind of at their peak and he was kind enough to agree to an interview for me for our very first flagship magazine. And that 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 meant the world to me. And I remember at the time, he had just I had to wait for him to interview him because he had just come out of an interview with CNN. I I was so overwhelmed. I was was like, "Oh, (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But they have been such he was so kind. And he was so good. So initially, I was scared. And I wanted I was worried because I absolutely adore Smashwords. Yeah. But as soon as I talked to Mark and I and I met Chris and I visited with him, I actually got really, really excited because I think that merger is going to be fabulous, fabulous for the indie world. Good.
0: Yeah. That's, that's very good to hear. <laughs> uh, all right. So here's what's going to happen. Jim actually has questions. He actually prepared ahead of time. I'm, the, I'm that kid <laughs> in school who didn't do his homework until, you know, he was already sitting in his desk and homeroom. Uh, and Jim is the one who got straight A's because he was always prepared. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> yeah.
2: So. <laughs> no, just because Jim knows me already. I well, was like, Kevin, let's have TJ McKay on. And then, <laughs> <laughs> on, can I be the one who asks her the question? Trying to yeah, stack I
0: mean, the odds in his favor for this first one. Yeah, <laughs> and Kevin's
2: standing by in case I blank out.
0: No, you're but, never going to blank out. You're fine. TJ, I I'm just going to, to enjoy my you, coffee.
2: Oh, do that. So in your bio and all the times that we've spoken and I've, I've even read interviews that you've given to others. I don't recall you ever being a novelist yourself or taking a stab at being a novelist yourself. And yet here you are pouring your heart and soul into creating this magazine that's now lived for 10 years to try to shine a spotlight on, you know, relatively obscure authors. Like what gave you the idea? Was there some, what sparked, what was the catalyst?
1: But I've always been an absolute voracious reader. And to your first comment, I'm not an author. I and I always laugh because I've interviewed so many hundred uh, hundreds of authors that I don't have those people in my head. You know, they're just not there. All the authors that create these wonderful worlds and these one they're not there. They're just not in my head. But I absolutely passionately adore people who can do that. And the stories they can give me that just I have enjoyed my whole life, and going back to what what the idea for the magazine came about because of that, basically. Mm-hmm. But it was right at the time. Okay, ten years ago, it was about eleven yeah. years ago, and in and you know Kindle was just exploded, and indie yep. publishing was just wow, it was this new thing, and everybody was publishing, and mm-hmm. and at the time I was working. Uh, as a professional reviewer for a a traditional magazine. And I I had just so many indie authors contacting me personally and just saying, could you review my book? I can't get anybody to review mine. Could you help me? Because there's no way I can't find anybody that will help me as an indie author. And small publishers were doing the same thing. And right at that same time, a very dear friend of mine, I got a phone call. I remember it so vividly. It was right around Christmas time. She had just hit the first romance, indie romance writer to have hit the New York Times bestsellers list. And we were just so thrilled and we were on the phone. "Ah, This is so cool. And she just made this comment in passing that said, oh my gosh, TJ, this is what you ought to do. You ought to create a magazine or something for all of this industry. There's nothing out there. And, And as I say... It's amazing what <laughs> you can do when you're too stupid to know any better. Well, as, <laughs> yeah. as, Kevin,
2: as Kevin, likes Go to say, there. as Kevin yeah. likes to say, challenge accepted. Exactly. Yes. But yeah,
0: that was like, that was the basic thing. A lot of thirds of my seen. successes are come from me not knowing any better. Right.
1: Well, <laughs> yes, you know, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into, but I just I thought, oh my goodness, that is oh. a perfect idea. I could do that.
2: Okay. But, but, but like any good entrepreneurial story, it almost didn't happen, right? Like yeah.
1: when you... Dragged... I don't know if I should have told you
0: that. At <laughs> no, least the intrigue... We're getting the inside dirt.
2: I want our viewers to know how hard you have worked on behalf of authors. So... Yeah.
1: Like I say, it's amazing what somebody could do when they are too stupid to know better. If I didn't know now how hard that would have been... Yeah. I don't know if I ever tried it. But at the time it was a fabulous awesome idea and I just said, "For I'm going to do this." And it was a huge amount of work. Huge amount of work to just you know, and it's not just setting up a basic website. If you're going to have a website that, you know, that runs a magazine and that and that and that showcases and that runs articles and that runs, you know, book reviews there's a lot of work in, in just setting that aspect up, let alone doing a magazine and creating it. And how are you going to get it out to all of the people? And how do you get subscribers? And but the, and this is the, the part that I mentioned to Jim. With, through all that work and I worked from work, we got it all ready. We got it all set up. And I did do my research, I promise. I wasn't <laughs> a flake about it. But and I had, we, we'd gotten subscribers. I think I had 500 subscribers ready to go, you know, and we had a launch pad and we had all this and, and, the, and the flagship issue was set. Um, and three weeks before the flagship issue was set to publish and everybody was going to get it. My dear husband was sitting in the other room and he said, you know, you ought to check because I had thought, Oh, I could do this on iBooks. Because at the time there wasn't anything at all like IndieTown Magazine. And I say that in saying at that time you could do a hard copy magazine mm-hmm. and have, you know, and then put it up as digital on your website. Mm-hmm. Or you could do an e which was just a magazine put up on a website where everybody could go and see it. But there was absolutely nothing anywhere. That was what I wanted. And that was that I could do a digital magazine but promote it and use it like a hard copy magazine. Mm-hmm. I would create a digital magazine and then send it to subscribers just like a hard copy would be, but only send it to their email so that they could open it up and have the magazine right there and not have to always go to some website. But there, I did not realize at the time there was absolutely no technology that supported that. Yeah. So it took me up and I thought, I researched and found um, iBooks Oh, I could do it in iBooks. That's not a big deal. And it was at three. It was three weeks before the launch that that question was, you know, you ought to check with Apple. They're they look like they're really kind of not good about sharing. Mm. <laughs> and I thought, oh goodness, that's no big deal. You know, just because I created there, I could. Sh-. So I made a trip up to the, the Apple Store, and sure enough, they said, oh no. We're very proprietary. Apple's very proprietary. They only, they only, you will only be able to send it to Mac and Apple users. You won't be able to send it to anybody that has an HP. And what do you do? Oh, my goodness. I, I says, well, what can I do? What can I what can I?" And we sat literally, the sweet people in the Apple store sat and tried to help me find a workaround for that somehow and never could. And finally, this sweet kid, college kid working at the Apple store said, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I guess you go buy a few magazines and you're going to have to do it yourself. Oh, boy. So and, and this is what I told Jeff. I literally came home that day, sat down and cried my eyes out, cried and prayed and cried and prayed and cried and prayed. What am I going to do? I I just didn't maul until my eyes were swollen and my nose was red. And then I got up and I walked into my computer and sat down and pulled up in Word a blank piece of paper and said, well, I guess I'm going to figure out how to make a magazine. And you did. And you did. And that's how I did. And I'm still doing it that way. To yep. this day, I, I and right now, there's all kinds of templates and there's all kinds of you know suites and things that you can use to create a magazine. Yeah. But because of that, I just got used to being a just doing it on my own. Trailblazer. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> yeah. the, that, that's the story. It was not. It was not easy. People looking at like so many things. People looking at things now and see, you know, oh, this is be easy. You know, they've got so many places that you can get templates and that you can publish yep. magazines. But they don't remember really us old as old guys, as old pioneers, and before they ever, you know, when it was just coming so into the digital ever, age.
0: Do you ever think about um, changing how you do it? Do you ever think about, you know, upgrading or going in a new way?
1: We actually we've upgraded enough that we are in. You know, we have we've just upgraded to the point that we we put it into a suite that is a better one than we had originally. We had real basics originally. Yeah, but I'd have to learn how to do InDesign, and I'd have to learn. Yeah. I'd have to go back to school. <laughs> so yeah. I haven't yet. I'm still doing it myself. Yeah. I will have to because at some point somebody else is going to have to do it. I'm not going to be doing it forever.
2: So yeah. TJ, you yeah. mentioned um, some of the promotional stuff that you, that the magazine offers for authors. Can you talk a little bit more about that? That's what I hear about the most from authors. Like, oh, Indie Tale Magazine has these different things that we can do to help us get the word out, whether it's advertising or the book reviews. I want to talk more about that especially. But what what else does the magazine offer for authors?
1: And that was because that was my whole, the whole reason I started the magazine was to help authors that didn't have all the help and all the knowledge to begin with. And at Mm -hmm. the time that was every single India every author that wasn't traditionally published. Yeah. Um, And so that was our focus. It still is our focus along with readers. So in Detail Magazine, we try to balance it really well because we want to bring readers in to learn about the authors and to learn about their books. So we always have, you know, a really big name feature author. We have fun, fun articles that are entertaining and educational for both authors and readers. Mm-hmm. But we also always include how to things, you know, how to do this, how, how do you get this out articles every single month, and they are really, really good. If authors read those, man, we've got some <laughs> fabulous people that we pull in to teach them, you know, how to do a good cover, how to format something so that it works and so that it flows and how to, you know, how, how to create a story that's going to be a good story instead of just yeah. an okay story. So those are always included in every magazine, too. As well as, yeah. like you said, mag, uh, advertising in the magazine. Um, we, have, we have flyers. We have lots of ways that we promote authors that we too, okay. And the book reviews. Which the
2: we'll book about. reviews. You guys yeah. do a ton of reviews. How many reviews do you do a month?
1: We do, in a regular issue, up to 100 a month. Wow. Yeah. We've got, we've got 25 uh, professional book reviewers on staff right now. So, so that, that is each that's reading four
0: books <laughs> each month. Oh, yeah.
1: Wow. Oh, yeah. So, and, and audiobooks, and it's across genres. There's, yeah. there's uh, lots and lots of genres that we review, It it has to be fiction. Yeah. And there has to be just an element. It doesn't have to be, ro- it's not most of them, many of them are not romance, but there has to be a relationship aspect in it.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and those are the only requirements. Um, right. It can be pretty much any genre whatsoever. Well, not, there's a couple, you know, we don't go into the real. <laughs> Mainstream, any mainstream
0: mainstream genre. genres. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So how does
2: a how does an author go about submitting
1: a book for review? You just pop over to our website, indetail.com, and there's a up in the top there is submit a book for review. They click on that and fill out the forms, upload the thing, and you're good to go.
2: Is is there a cost to this?
1: There is not a And this is where some, some people <clears throat> Um, get a little confused. There okay. is no cost for the review. There is a $20 service charge to put the re- to cover the cost of us getting it formatted and into the magazine and all of the buy links because we attach buy links for every book that reviews so somebody can just click and go learn more about the book or buy the book if they want. Yeah. Yeah. So there is a $20 charge that covers those costs that we have to have to put it into the magazine and attach buy links. But the re- for the review itself, we do not charge. It does reviews. not pay for play. It is not a pay no. And <clears throat> like it or not, some authors, because they are very honest reviews, yeah. they will praise yeah. the book. We're always positive. But they're not always going to get a good review if the book isn't good.
0: Yeah. That's that good is day. something to to keep in mind. Because, that mm-hmm. you know, honesty sometimes stings. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I know a lot mm-hmm. of authors, and, and I. It, that's why I think it's important that you're pointing out that this isn't pay to play. This is that twenty dollars is not to place my book. So that mm-hmm. doesn't entitle you to anything. Yeah. You're not necessarily going to get a perfect review. Yeah, that's good to know.
1: Yeah, because we also have to service the readers. If yeah. if the authors want a lot of readers reading that magazine and reading theirs. The readers need to be assured that this is going to be an honest review, that if they're taking our word for it, yeah. that this is a good book, well, then we have to stand up to that word. And I mentioned the 25 reviewers that are on staff right now. They go through a lot. They go through training with us. We have, special, we have a sheet that they have to fill out on every single book because it also needs to be consistent across, across reviewers. Mm-hmm. We can't okay. do it just because I like this book. There has to be criteria, you know, how well is it written and are the characters developed and all of these things that the reviewers are trained in and have to check off on every book they read yeah, so that it can be consistent and so that readers really do or can be comfortable knowing and and trusting us with that. So authors need to understand that.
0: Yeah. Excellent. uh, Before we get to the next question, real quick, I just want to tell everybody, If you haven't seen it on screen, I also dropped it in the comments. For those of you listening at home right now, uh, you want to go to indetail.com that's I N the letter D T A L E.com. And if you're here live, you can actually just click on the link right there in the comments. And I also want to say, make sure you're asking your questions in the comments. We can get to those in a little bit too. So, uh, Jim, speaking of questions. Do you have any more questions?
2: I, you know, it's weird. <laughs> I actually do have some some additional questions. Um, so we've all learned already that you know launching a magazine that's lived for ten years is a piece of cake. It's totally easy. anybody it's can like, do, totally it, easy. Anybody you know? do it. You know. um yes. So since you had so much time on your hands, you also decided to create an awards program for indie authors called Is it the Roans or is it the, the, the Ronies? Roan. Yeah. Okay. The,
1: people call it both, but I guess Roans. That's the Roan. Yeah. All right. So, the All
2: right. tell us about that. Like, how did that idea um, come to fruition? Um, and you know, how do authors submit for the Roan? Mm-hmm. Uh, when when are they announced? All that kind of stuff.
1: Um, the Roan Awards. It stands for Reward of Novel Excellence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which, okay. So that's where where the Roan comes Love from. It. That actually came not long after we launched the magazine. We then I then had so many authors coming to us and saying, we need awards. Indie has absolutely no awards for excellence. There's no way of knowing what authors and what books mm-hmm. are really, really excellent in yeah. our genre. In, in indie publishing, in small publishing, small publishers and indie writers had absolutely nothing where that's concerned. Yep. Whereas traditional, of course, it's been around forever. And they, yep. you know, you could, it's everywhere mm-hmm. they are. And of course, stupid me again thought, that's a great idea. (laughs) And we could do that. (laughs) And and so that's where that's the idea where that came from. It it really was a need in the indie industry that was not being met anywhere. And so we developed the awards. When I sat down to do that, though, and this is where we profess, we claim, and I I have not been nobody's proven me wrong at this point. We are the most comprehensive awards in all of publishing, not just indie publishing, in all of publishing. And I say that because when I sat, when we sat down to decide how would we run an awards, how would we do this? And what do we want if we're going to put the time in and do an awards? And so we figured, okay, if you're going to do a really, if you truly do one, that's going to be worth its salt, Mm -hmm. you've, Got to take in all the aspects that make a book great. Number one, it's got to be a good book. You know, it's got to be well written, well reviewed. A book is never going to be successful unless it's got a lot of good reviews. We all know that at this point. Number two, readers have got to really like the book. You've got to have good reviews. You've got to have a lot of readers that like the book. And number three, the book has to be well written to begin with. You know, you need to check off the boxes. And so we made it a three-stage awards. So the first stage that a book has to go to, and every single book that is submitted to Indetail for a book review Mm -hmm. is eligible. So when you're asking Mm -hmm. how do they submit, they just submit a book for review. And the books that review, the books that get a a four-and-a-half star or a five-star rating, those are the ones that go on to be nominated. For a Rona Award, so there's the first stage. You have to review, you review well. If yeah. you get a really high star on your re- on a professional review, you're nominated for a own Award. Okay. Then that goes into the second stage, and that's where readers must like it. So we put it out on the website, and we have a we take a month, and we take each of the genres, and we allow readers to vote for their favorite books, out of the ones we've nominated. And from that, we we it pairs down to the point that we go into the third stage, where is we have professional people in the industry judge each of the books. Hmm. So that's we have over eighty judges, and they come. You know, they're editors. They're just a lot of people in the industry agree to read in a certain genre. Mm-hmm. Let's say, okay, I like paranormal you know, I will judge the paranormal, the paranormal genre. And we have usually around five judges in each genre. And they read them and we have a judging sheet where they have to check off from one to five, how well they have done in each of the aspects that create a good book. Yeah. And from there, the highest rated we combine those judges <clears> scores and that's how we get whoever wins the Run award so it is very comprehensive is i don't think there's yeah. another area in, in the any in, in any of the publishing industry that goes to that much work
0: yeah no, it, it seems like it's almost more rigorous than than contests i've entered in in like the, the traditional realm yeah. <laughs> yeah. so okay yeah. you seem like you might be perfectly positioned then uh, to give us an answer to this question, which is, what makes a good book? Yeah, I put you on the spot. <laughs> that
2: wasn't on the list,
1: Kevin. <laughs> a great, a great no, that story. that wasn't on the list. I'm sorry, TJ. <laughs> I would say in one, in one sentence, a great story, well written. Okay. That, y- you know, we could go on and on, what makes a good book, and if you boil it all down, you've got to have a really good story, and you've got to be able to write it well. Yeah. Yeah
0: yeah
2: and and before we move away from the roan awards you do the same thing for cover images right yeah yeah they go through the same process for cover images
1: yeah cover images are part of the roan awards Mm -hmm. not only you know we do the books but we have a special we have a special area that we uh award the best cover images because a cover is so important to a book and you know there's a lot that's another thing that cover graphic designers don't get enough credit yeah. For for the amazing work they do. So we did I set agree. aside an award for that as well. Yeah.
2: Okay. When
1: are and, and audiobooks, we do it for narrators too in the audiobooks. Awesome.
2: Oh, oh I very didn't know that. Good. Yeah.
1: That's I didn't cool. know that. Because they're, they're another group of people that just do amazing work in helping books come to life and become successful. Right. Oh, my right. gosh. That really narrators get overlooked a
2: lot. Can set a book apart. Yep. There are readers. Yep. I don't know if Kevin knows that. There are readers who follow narrators sometimes more than yes. the whole. The, yeah. the authors themselves.
1: Really?
0: My narrator yeah. on my books has more, way more followers than I do. So,
1: really, <laughs> yeah. isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we're so working on that. When
2: are, <laughs> are the 2022 uh, Rona Awards going to be announced? I know that you've announced finalists, but the yeah. awards haven't been announced yet, have they? No,
1: nope. the, the the awards are every year. We have the awards the first week in October. Usually, it's October 8th this year. We will have we'll have the ceremony um, and announce the. Announce the winners for the year.
2: Okay, and how many categories, approximately?
1: Oh goodness! Okay, you know <laughs> it, it changes slightly because yeah. it depends on how many books we we get for review, mm-hmm. and how many ah. in that genre, and how many books actually rate high in that genre. We've had years that let's say, for instance, some of the some of the let's say inspirational. Some years we get a lot of books in the inspirational category. Other years we don't get as many. Some years we get a lot of really good books in a category. Other years we don't have a lot that rated four and a half to five stars. Yeah. So so how many categories kind of depends on that okay. aspect, but usually 18 to 20.
2: Okay. Mm. Categories. All right. So we've we've covered the magazine. We've covered the awards, both super easy things we've learned to, to create. So, you've had some some time on your hands, so you decided to create a conference <laughs> as well. Else to do? Why not? <laughs> but not just a conference. See, I have a question like a before we conference.
0: before we get to that. I have a question. Why do you hate free time, TJ? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know. It's not you know. I, I dream. A free time. Yeah, I know I hate it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I just I love authors and I love what I'm doing more. I I would truly so. I it is a passion. I really sincerely from the bottom of my heart want to help authors bless readers like me. Yeah, I've been so blessed with reading, and I want so dearly to help others find that joy. And to help authors be able to attain that.
0: Yeah. And, and I, can right. I derailed us. Go ahead, Jim. I'm sorry. Well, no, you didn't I'd derail be... us at all. <laughs> I, I can attest to that.
2: So anybody who's ever attended an IndieScribe conference knows that TJ is not just giving us some lip service right now. Like You see it in, in her eyes as she's addressing the crowd, as she's addressing the authors, as she's addressing the readers. Because the IndieScribe conference, it's not just a conference for authors to learn more about. You know in indie publishing and how to go about it and how to become successful. It's a tool in one event, and that there is a reader event as well where the readers get to spend a day or more than a day um, meeting some of their famous some of their favorite authors and meeting new authors, new to them authors as well. So why did you go about creating the conference, TJ?
1: Originally, yeah. It was because we needed a place to hold the Ronis, the Rhone oh, Awards. Okay. And it's like, we have no place to have this, you know, we, we've done all this work, but we have no place to have a big ceremony to, you know, present the awards. But it grew from there. You can't just, you know, Yeah. have it for one day. And then it went back to the same thought process as, as it did with the own themselves so what is needed though if we, if we do a conference what do they what is needed and number one authors indie and small published authors needed a way to interact and to be around people that understood their specific needs in publishing mm-hmm. and to learn and to grow but they also needed but readers also needed a way i would rather than just you know Go. have a reader go up and sign, you know, the the author signs the book and away they go. Wouldn't it be awesome if readers actually had a chance to spend the day, actually get to know the authors a little bit, and the authors could get to know their readers a little bit? So that was the thought process behind it, and that's how we set about um, developing the conference itself. Mm -hmm. So we developed it to the point that we would have two days, well, actually two and a half days, of workshops and classes and presentations where authors could learn and grow and we had fun things like dinners together with the authors we had parties at night that was just the authors having a great time together and getting to know each other and spending time with people that are like them yeah and then we would take usually saturday and it would be a reader day with authors and the authors could have lunch with their readers we would have special lunches they'd have giveaways we did have the book signing we had just a lot of ways that they could interact and readers could come in and actually get to know and meet the authors so it actually was so much fun and I could, can't tell you how many times while there and you probably heard it too Jim is this all of the authors were like oh my goodness I found my tribe. I found people like me. Oh, yes. I found people yep. who understand me. Yeah, and it was so It's and for my staff, all, all of the staff, without exception, it got to be that was kind of their reward for all the hard work, because we work for peanuts folks.
0: yes. we're, we're
1: <laughs> helping We're helping authors that don't have yeah. a lot of money. right. And and the only way we get money is through advertising. So put those two together and you can see. Yes. It, it, it's not a lucrative business. I want a labor now. of love. Yes, it's a labor of love. And so the, the, the conference became for our staff their reward because mm. they could go there and, and see how much good they were doing. Right. And how wonderful and how grateful the authors were for the opportunity and for the things that were provided that that kept us going the whole next year.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. I love so that. So it's been wonderful. Yeah. That's and, and, good. I and I am sorry, Jim. You have oh, questions. No, no, I was just gonna
2: say like it wasn't uncommon to just be walking down the hallway and see like a New York Times best indie author sitting on the floor with you know three, four, or five aspiring authors who hadn't released their first novel yet, taking notes as they're speaking to this established mm-hmm.
1: author yeah and wasn't course. that cool yeah it was yeah. really cool kevin it was it, i've never seen it at, and i've gone to a lot of conferences i've never seen it like that before because it really was an intermingling and a working together no I remember, typically
0: they that that high name guest as soon as they're done like they're out like you yeah. don't see them at the rest of the conference they're mm-hmm. probably on a plane you know and so yep. that's pretty cool I, huh? I
1: agree and that that's been my experience too until uh, until incribe mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I saw in, in fact what and I'll, I'll shout her out Rebecca Forster sat for three hours after her classes she had did a wow. class she would do classes on how to do good blurbs Yep. and individually work through the, uh, an author's blurbs to help them improve individually for hours afterwards. and That's it was
0: so very cool we love yeah, Rebecca. it was amazing. And she writes yeah. thrillers Kevin <laughs> does she really yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she does <laughs> yep. We may yep, yep. have to chat.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, so what's going on with the conference? Are you, are mm-hmm. you bringing it back? Well, we're
1: really talking. hoping to bring it back. Yeah. You know, COVID killed so much. Oh yeah. It yeah. really did. Yeah. We tried and the last two years, we have tried to bring it back both years, both years. So we, 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 set it up. We got our presenters, we marketed and advertised and then both years In less, one was the end of July. One was in Mm -hmm. August, and remember, it's the first week in October. Yep. Yeah. That we had to cancel, and it was awful. I mean, it just broke our hearts. You know, oh, you know, it came back, and they're shutting everything down again. Or, you know, you, and it was even last year we we had it set up, and so this year, sadly enough, this year I'm a little gun shy. I don't. We lost a lot of money the last two years trying trying to get (laughs) us off. This year, I we said, okay, this year we're doing it like we did the last two years. And mm-hmm. I'm so disappointed because it isn't the same. I'm the first to admit. I've
0: but. thought about this a lot in the past two years. Maybe you and I can work on this. We need to figure out how to create the pop up conference, you know, <laughs> so that because that's what's happened to a lot of these conferences mm-hmm. is, is, you know, it's like you're right at the edge of the rug, you're about to step off, and then mm-hmm. yank, you know, they yeah, pull right. the whole thing. So yeah. we need to figure out. You and I, TJ, how to, how to create the world's first pop-up pop up conference. Concert.
1: Yes, I a conference. I think I would love that, Kevin. We could do it. Could do so
0: it. here's the deal <laughs> we're, we're both currently too stupid to know that that's not possible.
1: So, so let's just you know, do it.
0: We know from so. your track record that that's how you succeed. <laughs> that's how I've
1: done everything. Why not? <laughs> I think it's a great idea, honestly. And I would love it because we're all with my stab is in withdrawal. Yeah, because yeah, we need that. Yeah. we need it too. But yeah, yeah. Hopefully by next, hopefully by next year, we are really planning for 2023 to hope that we can get it back on track and things will be nice. settled. I feel enough. like
0: 2022 is the is. I think things are going to happen, but I I can understand like you kind of want to test those waters a little, right? So, like I said,
1: we, for two yeah. years now we've had the rug pulled out under our feet. Yep. After we've invested all the time and a lot of money in it, and it's like,
0: yes, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I, I and need you to
1: were wait and Considering
2: see a cruise, like a, a conference cruise, right?
1: That's what we tried last year because because there was still so many regulations with you know hotels and everything, you right. couldn't get into a hotel decent.
0: What you need is a series of hermetically sealed bubbles, and everybody has their <laughs> own. And then it's and like we've
2: learned that COVID on cruises that don't really mix well. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. But yeah, twenty twenty three, maybe that's the year that's what we're shooting
1: for. That All is right. what we're shooting for. Oh, count cross us, in, count us in for that. Cross our fingers. Yep.
2: So what are my final questions? Do we still have time, Kevin? Before we, we have to- some
0: time and then I have at least one question from the uh from the viewers. So okay.
1: Kevin, right. you must have some questions. You Just, must Oh be, I got, got lots of questions,
0: but here, I've been so. So. I'm kind of trying to let Jim. So I will dominate this interview if I if I start asking questions. I'm trying to let Jim have <laughs> some runway here. Go ahead, Jim.
2: I, I just my final question is: What does TJ stand for? I'm thinking like maybe totally jubilant or
1: totally juvenile. What are we do? <laughs> <laughs> Ju- totally juvenile.
2: Totally
0: jubilant. Should we should we run a poll first and let <laughs> be. Everybody... <laughs>
1: A good marketing ploy. I didn't think of that <laughs> one. <laughs> I gotta do better in this stuff, man. <laughs> no, it's really it's my initials. I just I just used my initials. My my name's Tammy. Oh. And TJ was just my initials. It's, gosh, not an exciting oh, story after all that long. That. Okay, listen. <laughs> that's the so one. you and I
0: will get together, and that's the other thing we'll work on is a backstory that is much more <laughs>
1: we can, see. You wow. you can create, you've got the peoples that's right in the head you know you We're can create a great backstory <laughs>
0: having you know being an author is the only time in your life where having people's in your head is actually something you're not treated for so yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you do something wonderful with it which
0: I think is amazing. <laughs> thank, well, thank you. uh so and let Jim did you have a follow-up on that or, no. okay so we have no. a couple of uh, I got one question and one comment and I have a feeling that we know this person. Maybe I don't know this person, but I have a feeling you may know this person uh, gauging by other comments, but uh, Ellen on YouTube asks uh, on average, what percent of books reviewed by in detail receive a crowned heart review four and a half or five stars?
1: That's a very good question because we've just revamped. Mm. Um, we were getting to the point that our what that our reviewers were loving so many books we had to kind of tighten it up a bit and Mm-mm. so it, usually around the 25% mark yeah it had gotten there for a while last year it, it grew to kind of 35 to 40 and it's like okay there is no way in this world folks we actually did have a staff meeting and i sat down and going and, and had to talk to the reviewers and said there is no way in this world that 40% of every book that comes out is is a four and a half or five star book yeah you know what's going on here it's and really they were just hard. like wow there's just so many good stories and it's like okay but you got you've got those judging sheets we got to revamp this so we we switched it, and our, our, our rule up to that time was, if take a five star and then go down for everything that you're not you know that you can see isn't working. Yeah. And we revamped it and said no, that's really not accurate. If you're really going to get into it, most books it, we need to take the medium book is a three to three and a half star. A good book is a three three and a half star. Okay. And so we revamped. And we did our way of judging the books and went to a three and a half star. Three, three and a half star is a good book. And anything that makes it wow increases it. Anything that puts it below, it wasn't, you know, that. It decreased it. And that changed it. And it brought it back down to about 20 to 25%. So I can answer your question, Ellen, about 20 to (laughs) 25%.
0: That's good. That's a good answer. That's a specific answer. I would not have been able to give. Um, <laughs> this is a comment. It? Oh, sorry. Go One ahead. quick comment, uh, and then we uh, and then I got I got to run something before we forget about it. But oh, uh, yeah. so and I'm going to say that this is Natalie. And it, forgive me, Natalie, or Na- Nathalie. I don't know. But if no, it's no. if I'm wrong, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, it, you should copy the gaming industry who created a virtual version of their in-person cons. So it would be I- Indigo Virtual as, as its it so, name. So there you go. And I know what you're talking about. Uh, that's the, uh, like having the kind of like, I don't know if anybody remembers uh, Second Life was that mm-hmm. sort of game where you could create an avatar and you could all interact with each other mm-hmm. in a virtual world kind of thing. Something kind of like that.
1: Well, I think, isn't it that the head of Facebook is trying to do that also? Yeah, meta. A, yeah, meta, bring yeah. it into a second life kind of thing. Wouldn't
0: yeah. that be interesting? Yeah. We'll see know. how that goes. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, scary. I, I'm not so sure I trust the people who brought us Facebook with that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Real quick, I don't want to, we're going to come back in a second and, and wrap up, but I want to run this because we are uh d2d print he, as a lot of people know has been in beta for a while now um but we're getting really close really really close to that no longer being the case and just going full blown with it i've been using it since we launched it it is a full-blown fully functional fully working service that i love uh and it is just getting better all the time but instead of me going on and on about it Here's a quick spot, 30 seconds of your time, I promise. So take a watch (laughs) and uh, we'll be back right after. Ebooks are great, but there's just something about having your words in print. Something you can hold in your hands, put on a shelf, sign for a reader. That's why we created D2D Print, a print on demand service that was built for you. We have free, beautiful templates to give your book a pro look, and we can even convert your ebook cover into a full wraparound cover for print. So many options for you and your books, and you can get started right now when you sign up at draft2digital.com/printbeta. Wasn't That's that awesome? So, that guy sounds voice. so cool. That, no, that I just, is uh, voice. I, I'm always riveted when I hear him speak. Uh, when you hear so yes, speak. if you are. Uh, you are uh, interested in joining the print beta? We've got spots open waiting for you, and we've been adding people very quickly, uh, usually within just a few days now. Um, so you can get into the full beta right away uh, and join the world's best and largest print book distribution print-on-demand service. That's not us; that's our partner, but we're we're part of that, and that's what you uh, get when you join. So. Uh, any any other questions, uh, Jim? Before I mean, uh, you got the list. I don't want to step on your toes. I,
2: I've, I've run through all my questions, but TJ, I just wanted to ask you: Do you have any any more plans for you know, the magazine, the awards, or the conference that you want to tell viewers about that we haven't discussed yet?
1: Oh goodness, you you've been very thorough, Jim. You've been <laughs> wonderful. My my plans are just: we just want to take it. We want it bigger. We we want to we want to access more we want to help more authors we want more readers to be able to find the books that they want so yeah. that's our goal awesome. grow we're worldwide we want to be worldwide control you're worldwide <laughs> and you
0: want to be world wider um, okay. and, then, and wide that's the right word to use when you're talking to to draft digital because we're all about wide distribution yeah, absolutely yeah so, all right, DJ, well, thank you so much for being a part of uh the show. I've really enjoyed meeting you. I'm already I already feel like we're longtime friends, so can't wait thank to see uh what get into. So, you know what, thank you for into.
1: asking me. I I am so grateful that you took the time oh. to visit with me and to learn about in Taylor. If it wasn't lot, you, then it would
0: just be me and Jim sitting here and nobody
2: would see that. And <laughs> <laughs> that would be just as
0: interesting, probably. <laughs>
2: There'd be a lot of these on the
0: Right. Well, everybody watching and listening, uh, go and find out more about TJ and In Detail uh, Magazine online at indetail.com. That's I-N, the letter D, T-A-L-E.com for those who are uh, not watching uh, the the, uh, video version of the show. Uh, Go and check that out. And we really appreciate it. And of course, uh, thank you for being a part of the Self-Publishing Insiders. Make sure you like and subscribe. Everywhere fine podcasts are sold, uh, including YouTube and Facebook. If you go to our pages there, it's slash Draft2Digital. That's the easy way to remember. Just type in any URL, slash draft digital I think there's like a 50-50 chance you're going to find us. Uh, and that is fantastic. Thank you for being a part of it. Make sure you book uh, book, a uh, bookmark D2DLive.com. And that's going to wrap us up for this week's episode of Self-Publishing Insiders, TJ McKay. Thank you again. Thanks, Thank you. TJ. It's Jim so Acevedo, you. You. you did you a stellar guys. job, sir. Thank you for for uh, running the show this time around.
2: Thanks for allowing me on. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody
0: else, we are really thrilled that you're here. Can't wait to see you next time. Take care of yourselves. And uh, that's bye. it for this I'll week's Self Publishing Insiders with Draft to Digital. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts and share the show with your will be author friends. And start, build, and grow your own self publishing career right now at DraftToDigital.com.